Welcome to the Studio Chat Podcast, the podcast designed to be your companion in the journey of self-discovery. I'm Barbara Thompson, your host and a dedicated therapist. I'm the founder and owner of Self-Care Studio, a private counselling practice. With my clients and courses that I create on this podcast, I'm committed to ensuring that you have the support that you need. I created this podcast as a space for you to feel a sense of connection and a reminder that you're not alone in this thing that we call life, this adventure. This podcast is your weekly reminder to trust yourself, live life authentically and embrace the path that is uniquely yours. Together we'll explore ways to break free from people pleasing, overthinking, allowing you to claim your time and energy to live life on your terms. You'll be joined by myself as I take you through some episodes or during the year I'll have some special self-care experts as guests on my podcast. So if you're ready to step into a life that's truly for you, join me on this journey. Let's navigate the twists and turns of life together and more importantly, live your life for you. So thank you so much for choosing to spend some time with me today. Let the studio chat begin. When we talk about spotting toxic people, It is a skill, one that can never be exploited, and once you've learned it, it will serve you a lifetime. Your strengthened intuition is the greatest defense against anyone around you that's toxic. Welcome to episode 89. It's just you and I here. Hi, I'm Barbara Thompson. I'm the host of the Studio Chat podcast. The reason why I've got my podcast is for you and I to talk about things like this red flags, spotting toxic people. You, If you followed me for a while, you'll notice that my content on the occasion, I do talk a lot about narcissism, psychopaths, toxic people, toxic relationships, red flags, gaslighting, all that kind of stuff is because for the majority of my life, I was surrounded by these types of people. And having the childhood I had, I really thought it was normal. I hadn't even heard of a red flag, and so I wanted to create this episode for you. If you've clicked on it, I'm, you know, taking a guess that you may be in a relationship now, and you're thinking, oh, is this normal? Is this healthy? Is this not healthy? Is this a red flag? Or you may just be intrigued to be like, what what is, how do we spot toxic people? What is a red flag? Um... And you just may want to click on this and to find out a bit more about how to spot toxic people. Like, like I said, you've definitely come to the right place. So there's so many studies on the traits and characteristics of psychopaths and narcissism and all that kind of stuff. Even if you just do a quick Google search, it's going to lead you to it. And the red flags really that I'm going to talk about today are ones that I've personally noticed and experienced over the years. But at the time I was... You know, if I'm going to be really honest, at the time for a split second, you kind of get a little nudge in your tummy or in your gut. And that's kind of your intuition talking, going, hey, but we, you know, I dismissed it. And a lot of us dismiss it. So each point that I'm going to go through today requires introspection and self-awareness. And because to tox- to spot toxic pe- uh, people, we cannot really focus just on entirely on their behavior because I really believe that's only half of the battle and once you recognize kind of what red flags are I think you can be ready for anything so let's dive in one of the first ones is gaslighting and crazy making and it's just for me I found it was the words like I would they would 
And, and when I talk about relationships here in this episode, it can be romantic, it can be friendships, it can be work relationships. So please keep that in mind when we talk about relationships. But when we talk about gaslighting and crazy making, whoever is making you feel like that, they blatantly deny their own how they manipulative behavior and ignore the evidence that, you know, it was almost like one of my red flags was I saw someone at a bar with another girl and I was like, I saw you. And he was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> to the point where I was like, did I? Did I see him with another girl or did I not? Oh my God, see? And that's the crazy making that they make you feel. And they just cannot put themselves into our shoes. So if we, you know, have you find yourself going, well, how would you feel if this was down to you? They actually are incapable of, of doing that. Uh, they always lie and make up excuses to the point where one of the red flags for me was I dated this guy and he would always, every time him and I would hang out, you know how you kind of talk about random stuff. Every time he spoke about random stuff, he was like, oh, do you remember that time we did blah, blah, blah? Or you know how you wear those white shoes? And I was like, no, we've never been to that zoo or that hotel or I don't have a pair of Converse or Vans. And then, you know, this particular guy was like, yeah, you do. I was like, nope. And in my head, you know, sometimes I would actually verbalize it. Oh, you must be talking about someone else. And it's their reaction to head hit the roof. Well, what do you think I'm talking about someone else? No. Oh, my God. Why would I, how would I have the time for that? And they kind of go on like that. And it's like they would get caught up some are very well versed and very good at it and some just don't cover their tracks and they don't give a shit and this particular guy I was dating couldn't care less it just happened more and more on a regular basis to the point of like I do remember that time we went on this trip or we went to the movies or we went to the zoo or um oh can you wear those boots because I really like them and I was like I don't have those boots so that was really interesting how that stuff kind of came up for me as well all right, so I've got a few, a bit of a list I made. So before I recorded this episode, I literally sat here for about, I want to say about three minutes and just wrote down everything that came from the top of my head of what I personally experienced. So one thing was uh, sometimes when I wasn't living with a partner but we were dating, one of the red flags I noticed was they would only see me on particular nights. Like there'd be almost like a routine. So for this, my personal experience, I stayed at the sky that I used to see him on Tuesdays and Thursday nights. It like used to be our night. And then one night in the weekend. So there were no like future plans that were ever made. It was like, oh yeah, we'll see how we go. But it was like the set nights because what was happening was he would be seeing me on a Tuesday and Thursday night, but he'd be seeing the other woman on the Monday and Wednesday night because she had kids and had to work around. So that was something like looking back, I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. And the excessive texting was one too. So when you first start dating someone or in a relationship, someone, it was like the good morning, beautiful, good night, beautiful. It was like, they're like bookends. Like in the first thing, as soon as you pick up your phone in the morning, they'll like pepper you with stuff. They'll send you songs of this reminds me of this. And it's a lot. And that's part of the love bombing process. And I really noticed that. It was like the good morning, beautiful, good night, beautiful, all that kind of stuff. I really noticed that. 
Um, one thing too that I know if you haven't been in a toxic relationship before, you'd be like, well, this is a bit of a no brainer, Barbara. But for me, it was interesting how with my nearest and dearest, my best friends and my close friends, and I love them very much. Uh, I wouldn't believe them. So it happened more than once, uh, with me when I would date a guy, you know, how you're really excited to bring your guy back, you know, to, to your flat or, out for dinner to meet the girls and on a couple of occasions when I this happened for me uh some of my friends like once the like the next day when you catch up and you're like oh what do you think of him a lot of my friends but like, yeah I don't like him there's something off uh one of my girlfriends said to me actually when he went to the toilet and we're having Japanese for lunch and she's like I actually don't like the way he speaks to you and I was like huh what oh it's fine so I totally dismissed my friend's concern. And then one friend was like, um, why is he trying to separate us? Like clearly is- trying to isolate me. So through when I would introduce my relationships with the guys to my girlfriends, they would always actually always comment like, I don't like him. Something seems off. The way he talks to you, I don't like. Um, all that kind of stuff. And I really just thought, oh, can't you just be happy for me? Like I couldn't understand that I wasn't open and ready to listen to it, but I didn't understand because that's what I'm so headstrong. And I was like, well, I can't see that. So if I can't see it, it mustn't be true. So I was really closed minded and just couldn't see it. And so that was one thing. And when we talk about the friends thing, one thing I want you to do is look at the company that uh, whoever you're seeing or whoever you're hanging out with keeps so what I mean by that is the quality of the friends. Like, are they actually just acquaintances? Because these people can be really popular. So they're acquaintances, or are they people that they went to school with, high school with, university with, and they've been friends with for a long time? So yeah, look at the quantity, but also the quality and how long they've been friends with and what are these people like? Also, the future faking, as in, like, you meet someone, you're talking to them, and everything you kind of share with them, they're like, oh, my God, same. Oh, I'd love to go to Hawaii for all that. Yes, I've always wanted to go. We're going to go to Hawaii. And then when you start talking about children or your heart's desires, everything you kind of share with them, they're kind of like, yeah, me too, me too. And it's their whole future faking thing. I'd always feel really nervous or giddy and I'd have butterflies in my stomach. So... Only until recently I found out that that was a bit of a red flag, having butterflies, because when you're with someone that is right for you, you should be calm and really um, feel like you've known them for a long time. They Another red flag was they just never follow through. Plans that always change last minute. Uh, there was always drama in their life, and they just didn't want to make plans in the future. It was like, oh, we'll just, we'll just see, see what happens. And it gets to a point where they're just so hot and cold and you're like, where like you're just you're never knowing how the person feels, they never tell you. You never know where you stand. And like they're either all into you or they're not into you. So that would just really absolutely do my head in. I could never understand that. And I'd always find that again, this is all like my own personal experience. So it doesn't mean that this is gonna happen to you or anything but when I would be hanging out with them and it was just the two of us this is for all my relationships the only time we would have fun would be if we were drinking or like partying or anything like that like there was if we were just having normal conversation we didn't really have much in common and there wasn't really anything to talk about 
One thing I'd like for you guys to kind of keep in mind too, and I kind of already knew this, but it's funny how you always believe the person that's telling you not always thinking, oh, there's always two sides, because they're very good at doing this, very good at manipulating things. But how, uh, so for example, the guys I dated, how they spoke of their ex-partners or their ex-wives or the mother of their children was really interesting. They'd always say words like crazy, jealous, um, would never speak, would never say nice things about them. So that was another red flag that I really dismissed early on. Another one is I always, it would happen quite early on too, I would feel the need for playing detective, like I've just got to prove you wrong. I I know that there's something going on. If I can find it, I'll have all the answers. And that could be like checking emails, having a need to check someone's phone, um, you know, all that kind of stuff, or trying to catch them out. The, The mobile phone too was another one that actually played a big role in spotting toxic relationships for myself. They tend to almost have a really unhealthy relationship with their phone. Their phone is always with them in their pocket. They take it to the toilet. And whenever they would uh, would be watching TV or would be out, if the phone had to be on the table, they'd have it face down. And it was just really weird. It's just such a weird feeling. And you know that when, yeah, it was just an overwhelming feeling that when they'd be looking at their phone, you kind of think, I think they're messaging other people. And they were. Another red flag for me was one that I'd feel on edge around them. Like I couldn't explain it, but I'd feel off, feel on edge, have to really watch what I'd say because I really want them to be in a good mood. And I'd feel on edge around them because I'd still want them to like me. So I wouldn't, almost like I wouldn't be myself around them. And they would always describe to, there's so many, like when I said, keep an eye out or an ear out of how they speak about others, especially their ex-partners and their ex-wives and mother of their children. There just seems to be like an unusual amount of crazy people in their past. And I was always like, oh my God, I feel so sorry for you. Oh, you've had such a bad run. Um, But that's, make no mistake, because they'll speak about you the same way they speak to the next person they have a relationship with. When I thought of this one, I just thought, how did I think that this was normal? Because it's actually not a healthy way of being in a relationship. But one that came up often for me was when my partner would compare me to everyone else in their life. And they'd compare me to their ex-lovers and their friends and their family members and really putting me on a pedestal almost like idolizing me, but when it was their time to devalue me, they would flip everything they said what they liked about me to what they didn't like about me. And it was hard because that kind of came in line with things that they admire about you. At any time, they would just almost flip the script and be like, yeah, I actually don't like this about you. And you spend more time trying to prove yourself that you're worthy to the partner who once thought that you were amazing and it was just so weird and I feel like they have to be surrounded by a lot of people and if they're not it's not always all about them and they're not constantly surrounded by people that praise them all the time and give them a lot of love they just 
I think are really bored and just lack any luster, like they're almost like dead inside if, yeah, if that makes any sense, anyone that's listening. And if a partner ever said to me again, oh, you do this so much better than my ex or comparing me to the ex and the good old triangulation thing, keep an eye out for that because that is just one of the ones I want you to run. (laughs) And also you just spend so much time with them, especially in the beginning part. Like this person becomes your entire life and your own support network. And um, I know it's exciting when you first meet someone, but that can, yeah, turn into something that's not very healthy. So I wanted to keep this episode short, just as kind of a mini podcast episode about red flags because it was the things that I had missed even one that just came to my mind now even bottles of wine that I didn't drink or wouldn't have different specialty type foods even to go as far as lipsticks on lipstick on glasses or jewelry left around it was always like someone else's or the friend of the friend or oh my god so through all this Toxic people cannot change. And one thing I would love you to know is I want you to learn to trust your intuition because the more you strengthen that muscle, the better you're going to get. And you're not crazy. You aren't dreaming of all these things. Everything you feel and see is so real. And remember that these people prey on our forgiveness and they thrive on our need for closure. So even if you have walked away from one because it's just gotten so much. They thrive because they know that you're going to come back time and time again wanting to know why they did this and this, and you're never going to get the answers. You're never going to get closure. And they just exploit sympathy. That's all that they want. And once you know these red flags, once you know how to spot toxic people, you will never again find yourself desperately waiting a text from a person that you love and you'll never ever feel like if you can't speak your mind or you can't be who you want to be because oh my god if I do I'm going to lose that person or if I really tell them how I feel they're going to be with someone else you'll never again be told to stop over analyzing something that um you know you'll you'll no longer be in this drama and these games and this hot and cold You will find that normal, loving people do not raise any of these flags. And it takes a bit of practice because you kind of think, well, who really can be trusted? And you're you're going to gauge things. You'll swing back and forth going, is this normal? Is this not normal? And you'll wonder, am I absolutely going crazy? And you will want to believe your partner or your husband, or whoever you're with, an old best friend. But when you feel sick to your stomach, when you actually spend time with them, because you're waiting for this kind of behavior to start, um, once you know all these tools, you've got them for life. Developing and working on your intuition and trusting yourself is a process. It does take a bit of time. But the world is full of, I really believe, mostly good people And we don't want to miss out on good people because of all the toxic people. And I just want you to spend some time with yourself, on yourself, by yourself, getting to know you and always trust your gut. I think that's the the best thing I can say. Um, And once you 
begin to learn like the habits of toxic people and the traits of toxic people, you're going to pick them up straight away. Um, and yeah. And one thing you're going to swing from is once you've spotted toxic behavior, understand red flags, have a healthier relationship with yourself, have a list of exactly this is what I'd like to have in a partner or a relationship. You're no longer when you first meet someone will say, Oh, do they like me? Am I enough? Am I good enough? You're actually going to swing that around and be like, you got to start asking yourself, do I like them? Are they good enough for me? So I hope you've got a little something out of this episode today about spotting toxic people, red flags. There are so many more, (laughs) but this was just an insight into something I'd like to have, you know, I'll be in your back pocket, something for you to listen to, to have a think of about your own relationship. Uh, Deep down, I'm a big believer in we actually know how you feel or what's going on. We're too scared to admit it. We're too scared to admit it. Because when the good's good, when the bad's bad, but there's no in between, that's another red flag. So if you'd like to reach out to me, honestly, please send me a DM. If there's anything that resonated or you have any questions or there's anything else you'd like to know more about, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope this conversation has added value to your self-care journey and inspired positive changes in your life. If you enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with a friend who might benefit from this episode. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify or on your favorite podcast platform to stay up to date on future episodes. Your support means the world to me. I genuinely love hearing from you, so please take a moment to leave a review. Let me know which part of today's episode resonated with you the most. Your feedback guides the direction of this podcast and I really appreciate each and every single one of you for being a part of this community. To fall in love with yourself is the first secret to happiness. To find out a bit more about the Studio Chat Podcast, head over to my Instagram page, Studio Chat Podcast, or if you want to find out a bit more about my counselling private practice, head over to Instagram on self underscore care underscore studio or head over to my website selfcarebybarbaratompson.com.au I'm really looking forward to seeing you on the next episode until next time take care of yourselves and keep embracing the journey of self-discovery